Hey, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I have a very special guest, a first-timer, Jordan Co. from TikTok, also known as Jordy Cray, is here, and we're diving into some fun pop culture topics. I wanted to give a little update on a story that we covered. It is the Chrisley family verdict. They were indicted for bank fraud and tax evasion. And literally, I swear to God, as soon as Jordan and I hung up, I opened my Instagram and the first story was like, here's the verdict on the fucking trial. And I'm like, cool, you couldn't have done that one hour ago when I like check Instagram before I start recording. But I swear to God, that is RTBB's curse. So I just wanted to update you. Spoiler alert, I guess. But they were found guilty of bank fraud and tax evasion, all 12 counts. They have to give up their $9 million house. They have to pay $17 million in restoration. Todd is going to jail for 12 years and Julie for seven. I think we covered this a lot in the show, but again, this dissonance, I guess, or like this just facade that these people are putting up. Like we've seen this on so many different Real Housewives franchise and now this one. And I'm just kind of like, who's next? Like, is it going to be the Kardashians? Like, is it going to be, I don't know, another famous family depicted on reality TV? It's just, wild and just the pressure these people feel to you know keep up this lavish lifestyle or create this lavish lifestyle that's like all fake basically it's fascinating so let me know if there's other people that you can think of that fall into this category or maybe that you're like sus of I would be really interested in you know, deep diving that a little bit more. This week on the Patreon, Nick is back finally for part three of our Midnight's Deep Dive. I guess most people don't know, but I accidentally deleted part three when we recorded it like three weeks ago. So we finally re-recorded it today. And then Shannon from Fluently Forward and Cam from What I Will Say are back on the pod this week with me talking about celebs and religion. We talk about the Kabbalah Center. Remember when all those celebs in the early 2000s wore like a red string on their wrist? We talk about Hillsong, the Kardashians like church slash tax haven, and purity ring culture with like Disney celebs. So that was a fascinating conversation with those two. So that will be up on Patreon by the time you're listening to this. Lastly, I want to shout out Sasha and Catherine L. Catherine L, you are probably one of my first patrons and I just want to say thank you so much. I feel like even the people that I don't interact with all too often really mean so much to me and like your presence in our community does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. Seriously, you've been there since September 22nd so I just appreciate you so much and Sasha we DM probably every day but I love just the way that you connect celebrities to your real life I love your astrology takes (laughs) I love your reads on situations and it's just been such a pleasure getting to know you better and it's so interesting because I'm finding the longer I have this podcast the longer I go through life events with the listener so like Sasha bought a house like first time house buyer we had a listener's dog pass away earlier this week like it's like I'm feeling and experiencing these you know joys and sorrows with everybody so Sasha you're such a blessing truly okay folks I think it's time to get to this episode here is my conversation with Jordan 
I'm back with a very special guest, Jordan Coe, a TikTok pop culture commentator, also known as Jordy Cray. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so excited that we're doing this. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. I first found your TikTok almost maybe like a year ago because you first posted like the updates about Hillary and Haley Duff in like February or March of 2022. And I've been following ever since. Yeah, February. That's right when I got TikTok. That was my very first video ever. (laughs) And who knew you would strike such gold? Not me. I mean, look at my haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have a ring light. I didn't have anything. Um, My haircut, I look like, you know, dumb and dumber. Um, I really did not think that anybody would care, but I was obviously so passionate about it. But yeah, if I had known, I would have probably looked a little more presentable. (laughs) But thank you for following me. That's so funny. That's so funny. So what made you like choose to make a TikTok about this? Like why Hillary and Haley Duff's alleged falling out as the the first foray into TikTok? So I have a Facebook group and it has like a couple thousand followers. It's called Jordy Craze Cabaret. And that's where I had like my little following was in the Facebook group. But I was mm. actually on Showtime one night and I saw Material Girls was on there. And I love that movie. And it kind of piqued my interest to look at Hillary and Haley's Instagram. And I was going through Haley's Instagram and not that many people that I know follow her. So it was really easy to see who was liking her pictures and it was no one. Um, And then, (laughs) and I put two and two together that Hillary had not liked any of Haley's posts since January, 2021. And that took me down a huge rabbit hole as you you know have seen and I was posting about it on my Facebook group and my Instagram stories and my Twitter I got some like Instagram DMs and everything like that but I was like why don't people care about this like this is like a big thing and so I needed to speak about it and I was like all right I guess I'll just make a video because I had so many emotions about it obviously I'm very passionate about Hillary (laughs) um but yeah that was like the only way I knew how to do it and I guess it, you know, paid off. (laughs) A lot of people cared. (laughs) Yeah. At least I remember their relationship as sisters was such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned around Material Girls and they did Our Lips Are Sealed, the song. And like at some point in their career, in Hillary's career, they were like a package duo. Yep. They were always together. They were always doing interviews together. They were always with each other's kids. They were always, you know, cooking together. It was pretty sad, but, you know. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay, we'll get further into Hillary and Haley Duff in a second, but your TikTok has obviously expanded to other pop culture topics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's your favorite (laughs) thing to cover? Well, I shot myself in the foot with the first deep dive because I kind of got pigeonholed into doing deep dives, which take a lot of work. So I do like doing deep dives, though, because I like being in other people's business. Um, and, (laughs) and I like, you know, giving my own commentary and everything because I try to remain objective as much as I can, um, with, you know, snarky commentary a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I really do like anything, you know, reality TV, you know, early 2000s, cause I'm 32 years old. So I grew up with all those people. That's why a lot of my deep dives are 
with older people. I don't know. Like, I didn't know who Noah Beck was when I first joined TikTok. I didn't know who, like, a lot of these people were. So I was like, uh, I'm kind of, you know, a grandpa on here. So that's why <laughs> I like talking about people that I grew up with. Yeah, I feel the same. Yeah, I'm 30. So I feel like we have like very similar cultural reference points. But there's just something also maybe it's just because of scarcity. Like there was we had to look at blogs or magazines that made it so fascinating that I just feel like a lot of current content creators, celebrities, what influencers don't have that something about them that just makes you so wild to follow them. Yeah, that's why I try to show a little bit of my life too um just because I feel like I'm relatable to a lot of people because I've been through a lot of stuff and I don't mind you know sharing that kind of stuff um and I try to be fair and respectful and show I try to show everybody's point of view and I think that's what makes it interesting to people because it's not so one-sided yeah I try to be fair yeah yeah that's so true yeah I've been just loving the deep dives I know that they take a lot of work but it's surprising how informative and how much information you can get out in these like small TikToks. I really think like more educators should do like I was thinking of like sex education and stuff like that. I'm like there should be so much more on TikTok because Mm -hmm. like even the way that you've linked them all into like a folder where you can go playlist. Yep. Yeah. Playlist video by video. But it's like it doesn't feel like you're consuming like 15 20 minutes worth of content. It feels much quicker than that. Yeah, and it's really hard to get someone's attention in five seconds on that app, let alone keep that attention for three-minute videos like I do. So I try to just remain grateful that anybody's, you know, still watching. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So today we're going to do an update on the Hillary and Haley relationship, and then we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. Harry and Olivia's alleged breakup, and then the Chrisley family's court case, which you'll have to fill me in on because I don't follow the Chrisleys, but I'm so fascinated from an outsider perspective, so I'm excited for that. And then Jordan's Mm going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and share his This Week in Petty. So Hillary and Haley Duff like we just talked about in February 2022 you I feel like were the first person to break this like literally in the world like which is so wild (laughs) but you reported that Haley and Hillary were not friends anymore or like not on good speaking terms because Hillary hadn't liked a Mm -hmm. post of Haley's on Instagram for over a year. She hadn't met her new kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillary didn't post for Haley's birthday in 2022, but she posts for all of her friends. Mm-hmm. It seems like Haley wasn't at Hillary's wedding to Matthew Coma. And then Hillary went to Austin where Haley Duff mm-hmm. currently lives and she didn't even see her. So all signs are pointing that, yeah, they're not like on mm-hmm. good terms. And you have a few theories about why this is, but what is your like leading theory? So um, my leading theory now, because I actually did get some credible information about it. Ooh, I love from that. From someone close to the situation is all I'll say. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to reveal my sources, but um, they did say that they aren't on good speaking terms at all. <laughs> and... It's actually because of Hillary's husband, Matthew. They don't, Haley and Matthew, for whatever reason, allegedly um, don't really see eye to eye, but 
Haley apparently never had a problem with Matthew. Matthew is the one who had a problem with Haley because of Haley and her fiance still close with Hillary's ex-husband, Mike. That's so interesting because like, I feel like, I don't know, I guess that if your husband and your sister don't get along, that like leaves tensions high. But I feel like it has to be more than that because again, they were so close. Yeah. You also talked about maybe their political views. Hillary is a very vocal Democrat and Haley is a Republican. She's like posted Mm -hmm. some things about like anti-masking and she follows some Republican <laughs> speakers. She so, used to. She unfollowed yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Owens. Owens. That's so interesting. Okay, this is the other thing that's really interesting is like Hillary Duff is so famous that she would probably, she may stumble upon your videos, but maybe not. There's so much talk about her on the internet. I bet Haley Duff has 100% yeah. seen your videos. <laughs> I was told they both have seen my video wild wild but don't you think like if yeah then if it wasn't true they would like stage a paparazzi photo of them like going to target or something yeah that's why i truly do believe that they're actually not talking at all and my husband who does not like any of this stuff at all thank god but when (laughs) i first like did the video and everything i was wondering because the media started picking it up if they were actually going to say anything and i thought If they don't say anything, to me, that makes it seem like it's more true because they don't want to draw any more attention to it whatsoever. (laughs) I was just worried that, you know, Hillary would kind of hate me a little bit um, because I love them, but I, you know, I'm nosy. I'm like, what's what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that but yeah that's such a good point is like a good PR strategy is to like not mention it not blow it up like there's been so many times like I think of the Khloe Kardashian the unedited photo scandal where that photo of her was posted and then they made a big deal about it so then it brought so many more eyes on it whereas like if they just quietly deleted it no one would have like talked about it yeah so interesting it's true so you mentioned that it seems like Haley and her current fiance are friends with Mike Comrie. Yep. But it seemed like Hillary and Mike like didn't have a super amicable divorce. Yeah. And that yeah. that's why I can see both sides of this because Haley and her fiance, I think his name's Matthew too. There's too many <laughs> M M names in this yeah. scenario. Um But I could see they have history with him. I'm sure that, you know, they have a great, you know, cordial relationship. But Matthew Coma, Hillary's current husband, probably knows more details about her ex-husband than her sister might. Because she might go into deeper, you know, conversations about what actually happened. happened and led to the divorce and everything like that. So I can see Matthew Coma being like, why are you still talking to him when you know all these things he allegedly may or may not have done to Hillary? It's just unfortunate. I could see both sides of it. Yeah, that's such a good point because you might tell your husband something that you don't tell your sister for whatever reason. And it seems like Matthew and Hillary are in lockstep. Like whenever she talks about him, it really seems like a really happy, healthy, loving relationship. I love them together. I think they're great. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And their kids are so cute. And I loved her Mm -hmm. like architectural digest, like home tour and stuff. It just, uh, it 
yeah, I, I just really love them. Me too. Any other like predictions about it? Like, do you have a prediction about the future for Hillary and Haley Duff? Like, do you think they'll reconcile? Yeah, like they don't they don't have any plans for like the holidays together. Like, I wonder, like, should their parents intervene? Like, what do you what can you see for these two? Well, that's a whole nother thing, too, because their parents got divorced. Um, and Haley is closer to their dad and Hillary's more close to the mom. So I think that might contribute something to it too. There, it's like multi. Literally it's layered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if, I hope they're going to be able to work it out. I don't know, but they've, from what I understand, it's been quite, yeah, quite a long time, but it's just sad because they have kids, you know, they, they're cousins and, you know, I wish that they would be able to hang out but i i have hope for them because i i want to material girls too um and i would like more (laughs) more collaboration yeah agreed oh my god such a good movie okay let's move on to harry and olivia they allegedly broke up Mm -hmm. after two years Mm -hmm. were you surprised by this reveal no (laughs) (laughs) he never publicly claimed her and yes. she always, you know, claimed him. But yes. I don't think he's publicly really claimed anyone ever. That's really okay, that's such a good point. Because remember, he's like, I've never talked about a girlfriend. Like, yep. Yes, that's a really good point. So mm-hmm. did you think their relationship was real or did you think it was all PR? I think it was real. Yeah. Yeah. I, and once the don't worry, darling drama <laughs> happened a couple months ago that was I was so obsessed with that thank mm-hmm. god other creators were doing deep dives on that because I that was too much uh, <laughs> but I after that drama I'm not surprised that they broke up because that it didn't look good on either one of them um it didn't yeah. look good that he was even associated with that because it was messy yeah I agree it was kind of like a ticking time bomb from that point because I feel like he has such good press and people rarely say anything negative about him and it seems like kind of a sinking ship with Olivia yep so this was my favorite tweet about this situation it's from at Gibson Oma Mm -hmm. Gibson Johns uh he oh I love him Okay, okay, good. I like, I feel like he like occasionally tweets about pop culture. He occasionally, I should follow him for sure, but yeah. Okay, so he wrote, truly obsessed with the timing of this announcement. It's Friday after East Coast working hours. Don't worry, darling, just put on streaming and the attention has completely died out. He just wrapped the US leg of his tour for the year and it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, this uh, announcement seemed to be kind of like planned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a PR move. They probably have been broken up for quite some time yeah. and are now just deciding to announce it. Have you even seen that movie? No. Did you see it? No, I don't even want to anymore. Yeah. Because- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, I I just I was so don't worry, darlinged out that I was like, yeah. I, I can't give it another thought. No, I, I have no intention on seeing it. And the clips that I saw of him acting in it, it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. And it just turned me off to the whole thing, all the drama around it. But yeah. I don't know, maybe one day. But Yeah, not anytime soon. And honestly, I think the other part about Harry is I do feel like I was talking to a friend about this is that he does kind of feel overexposed. Like there's just been so much about his tour. Yeah. 
Olivia, don't worry, darling, the policeman, like all of this stuff that I feel like not on a mass scale that he was like getting canceled or anything, but I think like people were feeling like a little less favorable about him. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely did not make him look good at all. No. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do like him. I do think he's like a good person. And I want to also clarify that it said that they were on a break, not even broken up. So again, do you think that the... What does that even mean? Like, what is that Who announces a break like that publicly? Like, it's it's weird. I do feel like maybe that's even just prolonging the um, press because it's like, okay, well, they took a break. Now it's like, okay, a month later after their break, they've like officially broken up. So that's like- Who do they think they are? Ross and Rachel on <laughs> Friends? Like, are, we, are we just breaking now? <laughs> that was a, That's the last time I heard about a break. Like, it's so ridiculous. Uh. So this broke, I think, on Monday. No, this broke on Friday. And then on Monday, Olivia was seen wearing one of Harry's hats. Do you think like- Again, she just like called the paparazzi or she's just trying to get the rumors started or she just threw on a hat and walked out the door. So here's the thing. There's no way that she is not aware mm-hmm. that that would cause attention. Um, she's a public figure. Everything she does is being watched, especially now when a breakup is being announced. So, you know, if you're putting on, oh, you know, not my hat, it's Harry's hat, you know that that's going to cause a conversation. So I, I really think it was um, a stunt. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah, it's just so interesting. And like also like a hat that's recognizable to Harry. Mm-hmm. That's Might have been like funny. a little, you know, a nod for him to see it too. And, you know, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, mess. So messy. If they are officially broken up, who do you want to see Harry or Olivia date next? So I do not see Harry dating anybody in the public eye again after this. I can see him dating, like, maybe someone kind of famous, but not, you know, anyone that we would really know. Yeah. Just by looking at them. I feel like he would. Yeah. You know, I think he's going to want to be more low key. I think that's kind of more his style, Harry's style. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Like maybe like an artist or like an author or a journalist or something that it's like, yeah, they have some type of like notoriety or they run in similar circles, but it's not like someone who's so in the public eye. Yeah, I agree. And for Olivia, so I grew up with her on the OC, so I picture her as a lesbian whenever I see her. So I <laughs> yeah. would like to see her with a woman. Um, I think yeah. her, do you know who Fletcher is? I feel like they would be really hot <gasps> together. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. That'd be hot. Okay. But doesn't Fletcher have a girlfriend or no? Who has she been hanging um, out with? She is rumored to be hanging out. Okay. This is all because of that one TikToker, Kales, <laughs> who like speculated that, Kelsey Ballerini and Fletcher. Yes. And yes, I called her out and Kales yes. blocked me. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like just because they're hanging out doesn't really mean that she's gay. Yes, like if I hang out with yeah. a straight guy, does that mean that he's yes, gay? Yes, no. yes, yes. Um, right. Cause Kelsey Ballerini like isn't out or anything like that. No. And she's going through a divorce and everything right, too. So right, 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 right. You know? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. I love that. That's a that's a great prediction. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 
Anything else you want to say about Harry and Olivia? I just, I'm honestly, I kind of did a big sigh of relief when they broke up. Like, I'm like, me too. Finally, don't have to talk about this anymore. (laughs) This is it. It, Yeah, I, I love them together with like when they first, you know, were announced. But this year has been really exhausting for me with the two of them. And when I say the two of them, I mean Olivia. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Harry doesn't really hasn't really done anything. He doesn't speak about it, but it's all the press surrounding this movie. It really ruined it like tainted the movie. It has like a big dark cloud over it now. So it's like Yeah, 100 mm. percent And it's like I have HBO Max. I could Me too. I've seen watch it on the, the I've seen Yeah, it on I'm the- like <laughs> we could literally press play and we're just straight up not going to. Like Right, exactly. Yeah. Like there's no way I was seen in theaters, but then I was like, oh, it's out on HBO and I, I I'm still not not even gonna watch it like, nope not interested it's so bad okay <laughs> okay let's talk about the chris leads because a lot of my listeners are bravo stands and i just i'm like a bravo light watcher so i watch like winter house summer house i watch real girlfriends of paris like i dabble in some of the Bravo shows, Below Deck, etc. But I am intimidated to start Reels Housewives and like a lot of the other franchises that have just like five plus seasons like Vanderpump and stuff. But the Grizzlies have like always yeah. really interest me. I don't know if it's because like it's the cookie cutter blonde like look that they just have like going on or I don't know just like they were like an alternative almost to the Kardashians like those kind of family antics on their show that I've always kind of watched from afar yeah can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with their court case uh yeah it's a lot first of all I don't even know why that show is on Bravo because that's not where they originated from they originated on like I think it was USA. And then I think they moved to E. But Bravo sometimes plays it sometimes. I don't really understand why. Okay, so it's not originally a Bravo show? No. Mm -mm. Oh, that's fascinating. Because so in Canada, where I live, we don't even like have a lot of access to like Bravo shows. So we have this website called Hey You. Oh, I know. I I know. It it freaking sucks. Okay, yes. So that's where we get all of our Bravo. So I just like lump everything together in like as like a Bravo show. Okay. In that plays on Hey You. So yeah, tell us a little bit about what happened. Yeah, so they are scheduled to be sentenced. Well, they were scheduled to be sentenced today, but they said it might take two days. Um their accountant was just sentenced today to thirty-two months in prison. It was either thirty-two or thirty-four. So, you know like two and a half years in prison. Todd is facing up to 22 years in prison is what the prosecutor said. And Julie's facing up to 12. Um, And this all stems from, you know, financial crimes that they had allegedly, you know, committed. And I don't even remember. There was like, they were convicted on like all 12 counts. I did a whole deep dive on it. I don't even remember the exact charges, but it was pretty, pretty extensive, which is unfortunate. And just FYI, that was, the Chrisleys were requested. I didn't, I didn't never, like, I never watched the Chrisley show. Um, and so I, I was like learning as I was doing a deep dive a little bit, which was a little interesting. It was the first one I've ever really had to dig into and learn as I went without knowing real, of course I knew who they were, but I didn't know like the ins and outs of them, but that 
was very intense. There, that family has a lot of drama going on. Yeah, yeah. So like bank wire fraud and tax evasion in 2019. It's so interesting because I feel like this is happening yep. a lot nowadays where there are people in the Real Housewives and the Chrisleys, etc., that depict such a lavish, rich lifestyle on TV and social media, but behind the scenes, they're committing crimes. Yeah, what, what do you think... Like, is it that people get caught up in this lifestyle and just having to, you know, have this fake veneer on television that they are... Facade. Yeah, Yeah. this facade that they feel like they have to keep up with and therefore, you know, commit these white-collar crimes to, like, keep up the lifestyle? Or do you think just that people who become this rich, you know, have done this from the start... What do you think it is? That's a good question. Yeah, and it's weird because it's happening on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with Jen Shaw too, and it happened with Teresa on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Although I don't believe Teresa had anything to do with it. I think she just really signed and her husband did everything. But if you are committing these crimes, allegedly, I don't know why you think that being on TV would be good for you. (laughs) Yes. Because it'll put a spotlight on to this and you'll most likely be found out sooner rather than later um, because it always kind of catches up with you. That's such a good point. Like it's this feeling that they're not vulnerable to like criticism or the law where it's like, you're right. It's like they're committing these crimes, but like basically flaunting it on TV instead of like laying low and just like living your life. That's so interesting. That's so, so interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what they're actually going to be sentenced with. And I don't know if you saw today, but uh, like TMZ posted that their son Grayson was in a car accident, like a pretty bad one. But if the accident was November 12th, um, but the news dropped today, which I thought was pretty interesting timing from a PR perspective, it makes sense because yep. they wanted to kind of, you know, deflect because when you Google them today, if you Google like the Chrisleys, that pops up and not the sentencing um, right away. So I definitely get why they did that, but okay, weird that's timing. So, <laughs> that's so interesting because you're totally right. They are trying to bury the results of their sentencing, and I bet they 100% paid TMZ to put out a big um, article about that. That's so interesting. That's so shady. It is. Thankfully, Grayson's okay. I think he went to the hospital. It's a pretty bad accident. The picture is pretty horrific. But yeah, very weird timing. Super weird. Well, we'll be following their sentencing and just like, again, it's so interesting these, I don't know how it seems so commonplace that these, you know, tax evasion crimes are happening. Like Shakira and like, you're right, the Real Housewives. It's, I don't know, it seems like a dime a dozen nowadays. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where Jordan is going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Mm -hmm. Jordan, who are you nominating this week? So I just want to preface this by saying there are different kinds of petty. So there is fun, like cute petty, and then there's petty petty, which is just absolutely ridiculous and... This particular one that I want to nominate is the bad kind of petty. 
Um, And I know that you said you're not like that big of a Bravo fan. So I live in Maryland um, and I watch The Real Housewives of Potomac. And so I would like to nominate the Green Eyed Bandits, a.k.a. Giselle, Robin, and we're going to add Mia to the mix because they were very petty on last night's episode and the way that they treated Wendy. It was really horrific because Wendy started this big fight with Wendy and threw a drink on her. And then everybody labeled Wendy as the aggressor when she responded to it. And I, Mia deleted her Twitter today because of the backlash that she was getting. So she needs to reinstate that and take the lashing because yeah. <laughs> what she did was ridiculous. And the yeah. the green eyed bandits too, they're going to be destroyed at this reunion, I think by the fan questions. And I hope Andy Cohen really grills them like he does yeah. the other women because it's the way they treated Wendy was completely completely uncalled for yeah okay so that's so interesting when someone chooses to delete their twitter versus like take accountability and apologize yeah do you think that will come down the road and and she'll have a change of mind or do you think like this is kind of it for her um i could see her reinstating it because she would always delete stuff and you know she's she's very weird on social media so i could see her like coming back next week and acting like nothing happened Um, Yeah, she doesn't really make a lot of sense on the show. Um, In a way, she's entertaining because I like I like my housewives like semi delusional um, where they (laughs) they don't really have any self-awareness whatsoever. And Mm. that's Mia. Um, Mm. But I was not feeling the way that she was acting last night. It was awful. So this group of green eyed bandits, did they self name Like, or did people group them together and say, you're the green-eyed bandits? (laughs) I forget which housewife. It might have been Monique um, that gave them that name. Um, But yeah, it was definitely a nickname because they're both green-eyed and they work together all the time and, you know, contrive and scheme. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you watch this version because it's close to where you live, But Mm -hmm. if you would suggest one season to like start with of the whole franchise, what season would you suggest or what series? Oh, gosh. So I love all the Housewives shows, um, but I'm not just saying this because I'm in Maryland, but I think currently um, Potomac is the best best show. Um, The first season was not filmed as a Housewives show. So if if you are going to start it, stick with it because second season, they really hit their groove. And season four of The Real Housewives of Potomac is one of the best seasons of a Housewives series that I've ever seen, along with season five and six of Atlanta. Uh, I feel like this weekend, I feel like I like the bad weather is officially here. And I feel like I'm just like lining up a bunch of shows to like absolutely binge. Do it. I mean, I I like the shows that you mentioned. I love Below Deck. Yeah. I like Winter House. I like Summer House. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched The Real Girls Girlfriends of Paris yet. It's it's really cute. It's okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of Real Housewives esque, but um, obviously like gorgeous shots of Paris and less. I feel like 
drama like that turns into arguments um okay more like more of a supportive friend group actually so maybe it's a little boring but (laughs) (laughs) it feels good it feels better watching it (laughs) yeah I mean I love mindless television that's why I like the housewives um you know you can watch it while you're folding laundry you can yes it's I was actually on a Real Housewives of Potomac episode last season I got tipped off that they were filming at a local restaurant and I went there and I acted like I had no idea what was going on. And they asked me, they're like, Oh, do you, do you want to be an extra? And I was like, Oh yeah, I guess I could. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I've got nothing going on. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I brought my husband along, but my husband, like I said, he does not like any of this stuff. So his back was faced against the camera and I'm clearly in the shot for a lot of the scene it was pretty That's funny so funny so were you just did you just order your meal like normal and just like mm-hmm. yeah you know ate and chatted oh my god uh, yeah they didn't pay for the so food cool. I thought they might have because I was an extra but no I I paid and the scene was like probably five minutes we were there for like two hours yeah yeah it's crazy how long they take yeah that's so weird so you're saying that like it was a two-hour conversation edited down to five minutes oh yeah it might have been longer than two hours actually yeah the way they cut stuff it was pretty it's intense yeah that's wild and and like I watch like Selling Sunset and stuff like that and it's just the same hey like when they go to the restaurants and yeah it's cut down into just a minuscule scene I I think Christine Quinn was one of the first verified people to follow me on TikTok. And I was freaking out when she did it because I'm obsessed. Yeah. I mean, I like, uh, I like to watch Christine because like I said, I like my housewives semi delusional. Um, and I think (laughs) that she is in a way in a good way because she doesn't really have the (laughs) self-awareness. Yeah. But she's not, I don't like her on the show anymore because all the girls are obsessed with her and all they do is talk about her. So I'm glad she's not coming back. She should kind of do her own thing. Cause I think that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't fun to watch her anymore because of how negative it was all the time. Yeah. And that they wouldn't even like film scenes with her. So she was like yeah. basically not in the show. It was like Heidi and Spencer in the last season of yep. the Hills. Like yeah. they were just had their own complete storylines and it was like a waste of time. Yep. I agree. Okay. Love that. Petty Weight Champion of the Week nomination. And yeah, maybe I'll have to get into that this weekend. Finally, let's wrap up with This Week in Petty, where Jordan is going to share a story about something that happened in real life that he's petty about. What are you petty about this week? So I'm petty about a lot of things this week, um, but I'll share a story. <laughs> uh, I'll share a story. It didn't happen recently, but I'll share like one of my pettiest stories that I've ever done. Yes, um, yes. So I'm sober. I've been sober for nine years. I've shared that a lot on my TikTok. Um, but when I was nice. in act- active addiction, my mom had taken my Captain Morgan, I think that I was hiding in the closet and like dumped it down the drain. And I was livid, like beyond livid. So I took all of the toilet paper in the house, put it in my car and left. Um- <laughs> oh my God. oh my god how did you even think of that I I don't know I like I I petty is like in my DNA I think yes clearly and looking back now I was I think I was like 20 but I was so ridiculous like the the things that I used to do (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. But like, what was the conversation that you had with your mom afterwards? Um, my mom was pissed. Um, <laughs> and eventually I came back with the toilet paper, but it was, you know, time had passed, but yeah. We're much better now. Good, good. I'm so glad. And yeah, congrats on being nine years sober. I feel like there should have been TV cameras there, though. This sounds like a, a scene out Telling of a you, Bravo I, show. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. <laughs> Truly, that. Like, I need a camera. Yes, <laughs> that that's literally what this sounds like. That's so wild. It'd be a perfect TV show. <laughs> Um, this was so much fun. I feel like we covered so much. Where can the listeners find you and anything else you want to plug? So you can find me at Jordy Cray on TikTok. So it's J-O-R-D-Y-C-R-A-Y-Y. And on Instagram at just Jordy Cray with one Y. The username's taken on TikTok and they won't, they have like three followers. And I'm like, God, just change your username so I can take that one so it can all match. It drives me nuts that there's they're not matching but (laughs) yeah I hate that I know I feel like that happens to so many people and it's always a person that has like you know the egg profile picture on Twitter or whatever like just uh, so frustrating nuts yeah yeah well thank you so much for coming on but thank you for having me this has been really fun oh I'm so glad I'm so glad and yeah I can't wait for more of your TikTok deep dives of course And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Jordan for joining me on today's episode. If you're looking for more RTBP, you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. And of course, you can subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I hope you are all safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.